We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the True Faith Podcast brought to you by Fans Bet and also by our patrons who for uh, £5 a month get up to four to six shows a week um, similar to this one um, and also allow us to keep the main podcast free so <coughs> excuse me, thank you for your support um, you're hosted tonight by Ben Wade and I'm joined by Mark Cowley um, we've just been to Everton um, for the 1-1 uh, battling draw from Newcastle um, where we were under a bit of pressure but we, we managed to see the uh, the win out Mark, um, sort of give us your sort of initial um, view on, on the point there. Was it good? Good point for you? Yeah, a very good point. Um, come away, uh, good as said, it's always a tough place. Our record, um, especially midweek, as we know, um, and from, from the results at uh, the weekend as well, where it was a really disappointing performance against West Ham, and we knew it's an inform, inform Everton side and one last home for, for home game. So, Come away for away for point. Uh, it was great. But like you said, Ben battling performance, great performance. I thought um actually dug deep right at the end. Um and even even could have won it at the end. Um delighted to come away for point. Um I thought defensively again, great sound obviously going into that game and seeing the lineup but um fearing a little bit the worst but um defensively great. Um they were grafted up front as well. Um, and a really good goal as well, uh, um, crossing to Murphy, from Murphy to, to Rondon, um, and we, we deserve the point. Um, Evan did react well once once he went went down, but if we look at that that second half. Um, we we had the best two chances in that second half. They I felt they could have been attacking all night and they wouldn't have scored like. The Bravka have not not made a save in that second half, and they haven't really had any clear-cut chance in the second half. So, um, for, for I think thoroughly deserved the point. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think, uh, yeah, it was it was a really really good uh, response to what was seen by many as quite a disappointing um, performance, but more so the result against West Ham. Um, obviously, with three three nil at home and. We, we were never really in that game at, at any point. Um, very different to tonight's performance where we've come away to a really, really good side in Everton um, who have <laughs> sort of, will, well, not, not world-class, but, but top-class players uh, in their side that um, are just a, 
they're, they're better than our players what one to eleven to be honest. Um, and and we've we've managed to to, to neutralise all of that threat and, and get a get a point out of it. So um, yeah, really really pleased with with the 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 reaction from the players and that that's the thing it's it's after the disappointment of the weekend for them to come back and not that too much I mean obviously there was a few changes to the team a few different players have come in that we'll, we'll get on to but um, it's not a team that you would necessarily have expected to, to go and do that so I think that, that makes it even, an even more um, valuable point uh, when, when you look at it in the, in the grand scheme of things um, there was one there was a comment from a um in Everton fan when we were coming out saying uh, sort of criticising that the, the fans we celebrated it as if we won the league there um, and, and there did seem to be there was a big cheer at the end when, when the final whistle went um, but in the context what, why why do you think we were so pleased with, with that point is, is it that bigger performance what what do you think why we were so pleased with that um, well as you said I just said before in terms of our performance on Saturday and, and Evan um this season, I think that they've been they've been good, um, and we look at the you look at the, the, the even the side, the money they spent over the summer and, and in January must have spent what you're looking at 150 mil um, new signings this in 2018, um, and I think we're self travelling here, Ben. Um, kind of a, I suppose last minute with dreaded kind of the worst thinking I'll be looking at maybe two two. Uh, 2-0 maybe will we'll, we'll not be in the game and look at the bigger context I just in terms of the squad we put out I mean the team we put out today just I've seen a few things on Twitter and it's just saying this is the worst Newcastle this is the worst side I've seen at Goodison this season it's just like behave yourselves lads um, and it's just that really annoyed us when they're saying oh they think they've won the league we're pleased with a point coming like coming away it's a hard place to come away from a point in that the fans are pleased with that performance we put in tonight um, and even it's just at the end I said before like we had we had the two best opportunities in the second half so even think we could have even nicked it at the end but um, they, at the end of the day they were thinking they were going to come and obviously on a run of form turn us over very easily and I think looking at that Looking at the starting lineup, um, I didn't think we we expected to see Atu and Murphy both play when they haven't really like we expected one of them because of Richie being out, being obviously suspended. But Kennedy, not sure, must have been obviously injured. Um, and you look at that starting lineup and you think, in comparison to, to the money spent and the, the the quality of players really and the quality of subs as well, they can bring on a 25 million pound player in Walcott. Um, that Bernard. Um, as well, where we're bringing on Hosselu, um, who else did we bring on? Perez, who's been out of form. So if you look at the changes they've made, they're bringing on like players that played for quality sides, and they are essentially quality players who can change the game. Where we're bringing on players who cost next to nothing, and either freeze or loans at the end of the day. So if you look at the money that's spent from them compared to us, it's just. Miles still miles apart. Yeah. So, I mean, I think as well. There's, there's a lot of relief. I mean, we've we were talking before the game about the trips we've made to Everton in in recent memory, and obviously we mentioned it on the podcast um, for the preview as well. And it's not been a happy hunting ground for Newcastle United, Goodison Park, in, in the last few years. So um, there's probably an element of relief there that have not got beaten. Um, 
but I, I think also it's just just the context of, of that point it sort of undoes the, the damage that the West Ham result did to us at the weekend as well I mean if you'd have said out of those two games would, would, would what would you expect to get out of them I think you probably could have said yeah we'll probably expect to get um, a, a point at, at home but we're probably not going to get anything away with it and so it kind, kind of levels things out in, in that respect as well for, for me personally anyway so um, I think it was a really, really good reaction, and and it, it sets up uh, going going forward. So just you, you touched on it there um, about the, the the team selection. Um, what were your initial thoughts when when you saw that team read out at, at seven o'clock or whatever time it was when it came through? Um, a bit bit surprised, really. Um, wasn't I was expecting obviously five at the back. I think we both said we were expecting um, Clark to to replace Mankio, obviously. Um, I think everything else was in terms of the back was the same, but I think they obviously said the biggest surprise was seeing both both Atsu and uh, and Murphy both start. Really, obviously, I guess who else are you gonna? I kind of thought he'd still start, although he's been very poor. Was was Perez because I suppose he still kind of trust Perez and game time. Murphy hasn't really been on the scene really, has he? And Atsu's really made more sub appearance and and that he hasn't. He hasn't um, made the impact. Sorry, there's just a police going by. Um, sorry. Um, so yeah, um, wasn't really expecting them, and I was thinking if it hadn't have been, <laughs> I suppose going going away under the likes of I don't know um, Allardyce, um, who are like. Like, um, I'm trying to think of managers now, Ben. Pardew um, in the past, <laughs> and you get like the um, the likes of the likes of um, that starting lineup, and you just dread. I think we've had we've had when we got beat like the likes of three 0 before in the past, and you look at the, the likes of Atsu and Murphy start, you think, ah, it's, we're just going to lose. But with with Benitez, um, he's obviously he knows what he's he knows what he's doing the other day, and tackling me got a spot on tonight. Yeah. Um, we're always going to play on the counter-attack tonight. We, Everton, we, we knew we were going to have a lot of possession tonight, and they did. Um, I think we still got to the 25% I heard on Twitter. Um, that was always going to happen tonight, uh, especially the second half. Everton had, like I say, a lot of the ball, um, and we were always going to do the counter, and we had, that's, that's the thing, with, we're getting the, the pace on behind. Um, and Atsu and, and Murphy would obviously put in the team for that reason and as you see from a couple of attacks in the first half into the goal um, we broke away um, and Murphy great ball into, into Rondon yeah um, <clears throat> you've, you've got to give all the credit to Rafa Benitez because um, <clears throat> obviously I, I, I said to you before the game I, I couldn't believe that we were going to go and we would travel all this way to come and watch Atsu and, and Murphy and Rondon in the front three and um, I didn't have a lot of hope um, before the game, um, just because of what we've seen from from specifically Moatu this season. Um, obviously, we haven't really seen Murphy at all, but in the short time he's been here, he's, he's not he's flattered to deceive really, and he's not really provided any any sort of um, consistency in terms of performance. I mean, he's had flashes here and there, um, 
but he's, he's not been getting the opportunities and that's, that's another worrying sign is that obviously Rafa clearly feels he's not ready to, to be contributing so to, to then be thrown in um, when we've, we've lost Richie we've, we've obviously lost Kennedy for, for some unknown reason we've not seen any, any report on what that was about um, it, it was a, a real worry pre-game for me and uh, to, to see what the what the game plan was and, and how, how Rafa utilised those two players it was a masterstroke um, they nullified the attacking wing backs of, of Everton and Coleman and, and Dean um, who I mean Coleman was pretty much a, a non-event he didn't really cause us any problems um, they played a lot of play down the left hand side with that Lucas Dean but again he was very wasteful with his crossing and, and Atsu and um, Yedlin worked really, really well to, to neutralise that threat. So I, th- I thought uh, it, w- it was an inspired decision from Rafa with a squad, a, a sort of a, um, a really bare squad in terms of the, the the players that we've got available to us. And to, to go to that, to that with that team to Everton and, and grind out the result was absolutely brilliant. Um, the the interesting one, I mean, they were raving about the, the likes of that Gomez, Andre Gomez, that they've obviously got in from um, Barcelona. and sort of talking about how good a player he looked he didn't look any, he, he didn't look at sort of anything spectacular tonight to me um, he was on the ball a lot and he was he was obviously sort of dictating a lot of the tempo and, and the play but he, he didn't really show any real quality there was a lot of uh, sort of wayward shots coming in from the Everton players as they were getting frustrated and it, one of the comments I made after the game was that it was almost a carbon copy of um, Newcastle against uh, Brighton this season whereby cross after cross after cross was coming in to, to the Brighton defenders, well, it was it was the other way around tonight. Everton repeated the same mistake, whipping balls into the box, and everything was cleared away by Lascelles, Fernandez, and and uh, and, and Shaw. So, um, yeah, you, you have to give credit to Rafa. He's gone there and and got the maximum out of that team, and, and you've got to give that down to his tactics. As I say, I think I said it on the Match Day podcast, it wasn't necessarily the prettiest of of uh, performances to watch, but. It's, it's Newcastle United away from home when has it ever been pretty to watch uh, so we're more than happy to take that point and, and, the, and the celebrations at the end were it was good to see because the, the, the fans appreciated the effort that the players had put in and especially the likes of Atsu that I've been very critical of this season he, he didn't stop running for 90 minutes he, you could tell he was tiring towards the end but the shift he put in was absolutely brilliant and he even managed to carry a bit of a threat towards the end of the game as you mentioned um, I'd, I'd had a couple of chances where maybe we could have nicked it so uh, fair play to Rafa, fair play to the players. Um, you, you were absolutely brilliant tonight. You deserve the adulation that you got at the end. Um, the, the sort of the, <laughs> I suppose the, the backbone of that win was the defence. Um, obviously, there was a lot made of the performances against West Ham and, and how poor we were. Um, Lascelles came into that back five. As you already mentioned tonight. Um, how did you see that? Did, did you think that was? Um, the, the obvious choice, I mean, I know we, we all said we thought that would have to be done, but could, could you have seen any other op- options or, or do you think that was the right call? And, and also just sort of give us give us a, a summary of how, how you thought each of them played, more uh, specifically the back three. Yeah, I think we, we all knew he had um, was coming back on that side. And I think people have been criticising him and his performance hadn't been as, as good as what they, they were, I suppose, last season. Um, and I think, obviously, when he... When he uh, went off against um, what was the game where we won? It was a Bournemouth or Watford. Watford, and then everyone was saying in terms of performance of Sean Fernandez had played well, and obviously I think we got found out a little bit um, against West Ham, and I think you need your captain in there. 
um, and so many times he's, he's he's been the leader of the team and I think especially in the back five it was he was always going to come in tonight and he did a great job um, thought the back five were brilliant tonight um, so I thought there was no other option to do what we, we did so well in terms of that Burnley display and the back five has worked um, for us this season away from home we played there's a few times we have played it against the likes of Man City which again utilised their, their attack really and they didn't really crow although we obviously lost the game but in terms of chances to create against many sides they didn't create that against ourselves so Lascelles I think has to be in the team um, and he put in a, put a shift tonight I thought him uh, Fernandez, probably my man of the match Fernandez, uh, I thought he was again excellent um, one of the, that last ditch tackle on uh, Sigerson, it was a certain goal really. Um, it's an absolute. We just thought as soon as he hits it, it's in. It was uh, that was a massive point in the first half as well, wasn't it? They, yeah. If I they score that, we'd, I don't think we come back from. Was that a one-one as well? Was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah so. so that was a was an excellent challenge, and I thought um, Sharp played well. I think um, in terms of Mankio, let's say was we didn't know if he was going to get in the side tonight, but first player, me, I think he played well. Um, a lot of it did come on the in terms of Everton's attack in the first half. They were putting a lot of crosses in from the left, where we thought they would try and obviously look to, to, to play more on the right. Um, but Lookman never really got um, much of a much of a shot. Really didn't didn't really get involved. Um, going forward, Mankio, it's just if only we had, I suppose, a left-footed left back who could take someone on. It's like there's twice he got in some great like twice he got in great great position um, especially in the first half he was just I don't think he um, really kind of expected to, to get that far and to, to get to him and then I'm not sure what he's trying to do I tried to hit a third time where he could have took a touch and, and have had a shot across it but and again the second half it was another ball to him and he just again it wasn't a good delivery in the box so he got fair play he got up he got in them space but like I say he's a very right sided um, left back and I suppose yeah who else would have got there with Dummett but Dummett wouldn't have been in them positions so I think I think what surprised me with Mankio is, is, is his, his pace in terms of his recovery speed and there's a couple of times where they, they got in behind and he was so quick to get back and make the last ditch tackle to sort of um, put sort of uh, put Peter out the, uh, the, the the threat I thought was, uh, was was pretty impressive and I know he's got a lot of um, detractors in in terms of the fan base a lot of people don't think he's worth the spot but uh, fair play to him again tonight he, he filled in really well in his performance yes he's a limited player we've got a lot of those in the squad um, but we, we, we got a lot out of him tonight and I thought he was uh, he was key like, likewise with Yedlin with, um, I'm sure you were going to go on to sort of mention him as well Yedlin's uh, pace at, at playing right back tonight was key against Luckman and Dean who were, were both very quick had a lot was, of the um, ball Rich Arneson wasn't he the Normally, been playing up front recently, but they, they stuck him on the left today, and I think he had a bit of joy, especially the first half. Um, obviously, he had a bit of a torrid time on Saturday, Yedlin. Um, I thought, from what I've seen, only seen highlights of it, but Anderson seemed to um, bring, bring the round and really cause some problems. Um, and I think the first half, for, for the, especially when, like I say, Evan reacted quite well after the goal and they did pile on the pressure and everything was kind of going through Richardson. I think he did get a bit of joy in the worst crosses. I said, on, I said on the match day pod at half time, um, we just need to stop them crosses coming in because we're, we're, um, we're not closing down quick enough and the balls are causing um, danger, really. Um, but saying that, they had plenty of crosses um, 
in the second half, but Coates is absolutely no issue at all. So I think Yedlin, yeah, I think again Yedlin played played well. He got as the game got on, he got better, um, and they didn't really get there was not much down that wing in the second half that caused them any danger. And he got going forward, he, he got involved as well. So I thought, like I say, back five tonight it was a battling performance and uh, dug deep at the end. But um, like I say, I think Evan could have been attacked, like could have been playing again for another couple of hours and I just don't think they would have scored to be honest because they yeah. didn't like I was saying they didn't break us down they couldn't get through us um, yeah. you can't say there's one clear cut chances they were just shots at the edge of the box that were, were going over and like I said Dubrovka again he played well he come out caught everything I was going to really. say he came, um, and came and made a few good commanding um, sort of cross, cross dealt with a few crosses where he came out and and, and took the ball, took the ball, and commanded the area really well. So that, but that was all he needed to do. Really, it wasn't a night for for him to be too concerned. I think he's made one or two saves in the first half, maybe, but um, really solid. I mean, it's it's interesting with, with that. Do you, do you think that five of the back is is one that we should persevere with away from home going forward? I was just about asking you the same question there, Van. Actually, I was going to say, is this something we're going to continue I mean, to do? I'll, if you want to ask, ask it, I mean, I, I agree. I think. Um, I, I think we going away from home. I mean, it, it's it's not been we've not been uh, happy hunting away on the road uh, for Newcastle over the last uh, couple of years. But we've we've had some um, some dif- difficult performances, and but they seem to have found a sort of a blueprint for for going away and and grinding out results. Playing this, obviously, we had Bolton um, last week, and it, it seems to have fixed this sort of midweek hoodoo that we've had as well. We've won the first game on a Monday night and. Goodness knows how many how many years, and then we've, we've got to win a midweek game on a Wednesday night as well. So um, it just shows you when. Oh, sorry, well, we haven't won it, but we've, we've not we've not lost. We picked up a point. It just shows you like when when uh, we when the players when this team are are asked to do do a job by Rafa and, and sort of follow his plan and trust in his his uh, his, his plans. Um, we we tend to do get get really good results, and we it's it's down to the the hard work put in by the players and. And the attention to detail of the staff and everybody to be prepared and, and knowing what the roles are and, and stick to that plan and, and not waver from it and, and trust that you if you carry on working if you keep working together as a team um, we can get results and, and it it just seems to fit us we, we don't I think we're, we're a team that are more comfortable when we're defending and um, we don't like the ball we're, we're, we're better when without the ball um, so it plays into that that the, the hand sort of plays into the strengths of the team that when, when we pack that that back five, we've got the pace out in, in the wing back positions. We've got the the strength and the aerial ability in, in the middle. Um, we've got composure on on the ball as well in terms of Shaw is, is is probably the most natural of the back three on the ball. So, I mean, there was a couple of rake and passes that cross field passes that he played at times in the game. Some of them were absolutely fantastic. Nearly got away in a couple of times, um, and that's a real asset. Um, that, that we, we, we could utilise there going forward. Um, so it'll be, be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, Raf is one who likes to, um, to to sort of mix it and, and not sort of give too much away to, to opposition teams, but um, it's it's working at the minute and I don't I haven't seen any signs of anything really where we would be saying uh, we, we maybe want to, to sort of uh, end, end with that. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? I think I've gone the wrong way, Ben, first of all. <laughs> I think you have. <laughs> Um, like you say, yeah, it's, it's worked. Let's say in the past week, Burnley it worked very well. Tonight it's worked very well. It has worked well in the season. The only thing I, I guess is if we were to, to concede an early goal, 
um, or to concede any uh, support in the first half, and it's what, how do we change it? Um, because it's, it's not, it's, it's not pretty to watch, and it is a very, um, like I said, defensive performance, and it, and it works for the, for these type of games where we have went in front, um, and it's been tight, tight games, and it's just, I suppose, we got it. You got to think if we if we concede a goal and don't get back in the game, or we concede two goals, the game plan's got to be changed. So that's the thing. It's 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 going away these sides and keeping it compact, and then obviously looking at the end. Like we say, Man City is a perfect example where we we've gone away. Um, we, we played five at the back, and um, we've we've held we've held our own and we've kept it tight, and we've obviously had it. We'll try and have a go if we can. Still be in the game at the end. So I suppose it's it's who we come up against in terms of opposition, really. Um, but for now, I think it's it's something we've got to do because we haven't got. Let us say we're not we're not a team who's going to be scoring three or four goals away from home at the end of the day. So we're only going to win by if we do by a goal or maybe potentially two. So at the minute, with what we what we've got available, especially in attacking positions, then I think it's got to be to be the way forward really at the moment yeah. I mean that it's, it's playing the strengths of the team and it's as you say it's uh, it, it's something that um, we're, we're probably uh, it, it, it's working basically so I think we'll, we'll probably something we'll, we'll see a lot more of going forward um, so that, that point tonight leaves us four points um, clear of, of, of the bottom three after after other results that have um, potentially gone our way tonight as well Um in terms of the relegation battle, then, so do, do 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 you think it's about time that we we start looking for wins? I mean, obviously we um, we, we we finally won won our first couple of games. We had three really good results against Watford, Bournemouth, and Burnley. Um, obviously, we had a little bit of a step back a, a, a against uh, West Ham, but um, it's it's a point tonight that uh, was was really deserved. Um, in terms of the context of the season, sort of. Where, where where do you see we're going from now? Obviously, we've we've still got a decent run up until sort of Christmas Boxing Day. We've, we've got a few winnable games coming forward. Do, do you think it's important that we we maybe start to take risks and, and try and win some of these games, or do you think this this is the right approach to be just sort of trying to grind out grind out points where we, where we can? Um, I think as you said, the games are coming up are, are winnable, and I think like I say, we've, we've touched on this. This was a massive point in the terms of how we how we performed on Saturday, and it's give again confidence. A confidence boost, really, because um, I said we, we thought we'd come away and get beat um, beat tonight. And if you look at the next three games, you've got going into Wolves, who've got a good res- who's, who've been in a bad run of form, and we were hoping Chelsea would win tonight. And um, for them to come and still not win a game for a little while, but obviously that's a massive boost for them. So it's going to be probably tougher now as Sunday than what we what we kind of. I suppose expected Wolves are a very good team, but now with the massive boost that they won there, we've got Huddersfield away home from that after I think, which again is both sides not scoring a lot of goals, and and I think it's Fulham after that. So I think you've got to look at them games, and you want at least four, but you're probably looking at like Rafa's probably aiming for six points because I think we've got not knowing entirely the, the fixtures, but we've got a pretty hard run. I think after Boxing Day, we got Liverpool away, we got Man U coming to our ground. Um, and I think we've got Man City as well, so we have got a few tough games. So he's got to be looking at the next three games, um, a minimum of, of I suppose four points. But he'd be probably looking at um, six points really, I would think, from the next three games. And that would hopefully look to, to kind of 
give us a, a bit of breathing space within that so we can anything that comes I'd like to live up the way was always a kind of a bonus point would be in there really um, if you look at the teams that are in the bottom at the moment I think Cardiff are always going to uh, down there they're going to be I think they'll finish bottom um, personally and I think you look at like the Burnley Palace Southampton um, obviously Southampton got a new manager but I think if we can try and get a bit of um, bit of space between us I think we've got four points now is it yeah um, so yeah if you look hopefully we'll by come Christmas we'll we'll, 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 um, we'll have a wider gap come Christmas to be hopefully yeah I think um, it's it is it's we need to try and sort of <laughs> make the most of, of the result the, the, the games coming up because we know obviously we went on that horrific run at the beginning of the season and it, it all looked doom and gloom and then we, we've pulled a few um, wins out of the bag and, and it's it's turned things around I mean in, in terms of sort of a review of the season up to now and, and sort of given a um, I guess a review of the squad sort of where where would you would you see this team at this minute uh, assessing the squad where, where do you think it's a realistic position for us to what to, to finish in terms of just do you think this is going to be a relegation battle till the end or do you think we, we could be pushing higher um, it's I think it will be um, relegation till I'm looking at well, the last season that you're looking at um, March, April I think it, it is going to be still tight round there I don't think um, with with the current the current uh, squad I don't think we're going to um, if you look at the strength of that side as well I think it's a lot of what kind of we do in January um, and assess where we, where we are at that point and we hopefully, uh, depending on what happens, is um, to strengthen in January, and then um, if we get the, the it's, it's a massive if really. Um, what the players we get in there really, I think it's, it's, it is going to be probably relegation to till near the end. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's one of those, isn't it, where we? I think well. But, Personally speaking, I, I, I was quite sort of down at the beginning of the season. It, it looked obviously um, that thing we, we had a really really tough start and things didn't seem to be picking up. And then out of nowhere, we, we've got that win against Watford, which was a bit unexpected. And then we've, we've beaten Bournemouth. So the, this team have shown they've, they've got fight, and that fighting characteristic is is what got us safe last season. So. Um, I'm a bit more confident now with, with showing that that ability again. I mean, it was a little bit wavering at the beginning of the season. Although, to be fair, we 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 fought in a lot of the the, the tough games at the beginning of the season, and we were unlucky to lose all of those games. So, um, to to sort of be getting some reward now, and and this is a very similar result and and performance to to the type of things that we're putting at the beginning of the season the underdogs against sort of the the team expect to come in and beat us easily we've we've equipped ourselves really well and, and we've gone i mean i wouldn't you can't really say we've gone toe to toe with them but we've we've dealt with their with with everything they threw at us and and tonight we we were good enough to to see see out and and, and see out the the, the draw and I, I guess we we only really created one chance one real chance in the first half and then we had one or two chances right at the end it's it's we're, it's not really enough to be relying on, but if if we can be clinical and we we can nick goals here and there, then we we've shown that we we can fight and work hard and, and defend uh, def defend leads or at least um, at least sort of uh, give a good um, a, a good sort of representation of ourselves. 
I think as well, looking at last season where we, we I think it was at, was at the end of oh, sometime in February, we fell back into the bottom three when we played, played Man U. And then obviously went in the yeah, run out. Huddersfield, wasn't yeah. it? Huddersfield beat Bournemouth 4 1, and, and we were playing Man U. Um, I, I don't think we'll be in that situation again this year. I don't think we'll fall back um, come like February time. We'll be around that. We'll be down there, but there's at least easily five teams up think are worse than us there so I don't think we'll get in that situation where we fall in the bottom three by February um, we won't be I'd say getting away in too many points away but we'll, we'll not be in that situation where we fell in the bottom three and then it, 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 I say we could have got beat that day and who knows what could, I suppose could happen obviously you had a very good strong end of the season the second half of last season um, so I don't I say I, I think we'll be in the bout with but but not for where we did last season, to be honest. But again, it's, it's, it's a massive thing what happens in January and the day. Other teams are going to, I suppose, heavily invested. You look at the likes of Fulham who spend a lot of money, and I'm sure they'll spend again. Um, Huddersfield might spend, so there'll be teams at the bottom like Southampton who've got a new manager in charge now. So um, there's, the team's going to be spending money there, so and they're going to improve. So we'll, we'll just we'll see what again what's going to happen in January. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, let's not kid ourselves, January's not going to be anything to get excited about, um, I mean, obviously this, the, the news of this potential takeover, I mean, I've, I've got no faith that it's going to get, he's, he's talking about getting done in, in time for January, I've, I've got no faith whatsoever that that'll come to fruition, um, we're going to be stuck with Ashley in January and it's whether he's willing to put money into a club that he's trying to sell. I, I'm a bit cynical when it comes to my Ashley. I, I don't, I don't see it happening to be honest. So um, it's it's going to be another frustrating season. I think it's just going to be a case of um, whether we we are able to do a little bit of business in in January. It might be again a case of some uh, loan loan signings. Um, we'll we'll have to see. But um, I, I, yeah, I think in terms of where where the, the squad is, we know what we're good at. We we can try and play to our strengths and. It's a case of trying to sort of uh, try, trying to sort of build on that and capitalise on that and, and and force teams to to play us in uh, at the game that we want to allow them to to sort of dominate possession and, and try and hit them on the counter and I think that's something we're pretty comfortable at so yeah um, I mean in terms of uh, sort of the outlook of the season going forward I think it's one where it's it's going to be a battle right to the end there's a lot of teams in similar situations whereby. Um, the, the, they're not playing very well at the minute and they're not getting so much luck um, and it's, it's going to be a real war of attrition but uh, yeah I think more performances like that more points that we can win on the road uh, like tonight will, will do us uh, a world of good I think we'll wrap it up there oh one more point I think we'll wrap it up there then what time Mark, I thought I think you just wanted to just mention something about the atmosphere there as well. I think uh, it, it's uh, it's a good thing to discuss because I think after, especially I mean for myself after uh, the weekend, I, I I was in a pretty bad place in terms of the fan base. I thought we it was really really poor to see um, our own players getting booed and and some of the reactions to to some of the things were weren't acceptable in terms of the the reaction to the protests and things like that and then obviously people people leaving and, and the stadium being basically empty um as, as the final whistle went um obviously away from home tonight it was a re- some real really good support a lot of um 
a lot of uh, sort of positivity and, and even on some of the, the guys that had received a bit of criticism Perez got a good ovation when he came on and, and even Hosselu, um got, got a lukewarm applause which it, which which I think uh, translates to a stand innovation uh, by his standards from uh, from some of the fan base so it was it was good to see uh, what what did you think of the atmosphere tonight yeah it was very good in patches especially obviously towards the end of the game um, and at the start um I think it was about 1,700, so they just had a lower tier tonight. Um, so it was a really, like I say, it was quite loud at times. Um, and I say, very good support for, for a Wednesday night in December um, in Liverpool. Um, I mean, us, we nearly didn't go to the game, not because we didn't want to go to the game a day. I mean, that's another story in terms of the box, box office messing tickets up. But Go on, you may as well <laughs> tell that story now. Go on. Well, um, as we all know, the box office are pretty pretty useless. Um, and they have been, but even before Mike Ashley. So that's not something we'll blame Mike Ashley. It's always been that. Um, and they <laughs> took the money off of the account for the tickets and said the tickets will be delivered. Um, and then we, I think we rang them yesterday and they said they should be getting there by the morning. They hadn't turned up. And as we rang them this morning, said you haven't actually got tickets. Um, there'd been a technical issue and um, the game is sold out now we'll refund you for the tickets and refund you any kind of travel at that point they like I say didn't know a situation we could have had I mean we could have been on the way there I suppose at the time but um, luckily we thanks to um, Steve Steve Warwick yeah thank you Steve if you're listening you saved saved we're making today so thank you very much for that so sorted tickets out for us so um, very glad to, to have gone now because um, to, to come away very happy with, with, a, with a point I think it would have been pretty good if I would have had uh, known I was going and then for that to, to happen and not being there so um, but I say very in terms of atmosphere it was good um, not so good things were the typical things that were always going to be sang um, the whole Jordan Pixford um, few of the songs were just, it's just pathetic really but um, as expected, and then as we know, it's Christmas, um, and we're expecting to feed the, feed the scouts as well, which it's just it's just embarrassing, really. I think they forget that we've got a, a food bank that it's, it's St James's Park, which um, people donate food and money every every, every match game. So um, I feel I think they forgot about that, but it's. It's just a, it's, it's it was only minority didn't really catch on that kind of song. So it's just it was always going to happen when you go and play Liverpool Everton. It's just a bit, bit annoying really, but it always happens. But apart from that, it was it was a really good support, really good, really good away end. Especially at the end when the players came over, it was it was it was, it was really good. Yeah, it was a good moment, wasn't it? Good end, and, and Rafa came over for his little uh, his little stand innovation as well. Nah, it was uh, it was really really good and and fair play to the to, to the lads and lasses that went there tonight. Um, put on a really good show and, and back the players. And I was pleased to see just because it wasn't a, an easy watch as we said and and we everybody stuck with the players and and we we did what our supporters are meant to do. We support the team and, and give them that that boost and energy that they needed to, to get through the full 90, 90 plus minutes. So fair play um, to everybody there that that stuck with the team and. and encourage them all the way we need more of that going forward that that type of um atmosphere is what's going to make a difference to this team that they, they, they need that that extra energy that buzz that sort of kick up the backside from from the fans that we, we give them in that sort of extra energy that that we can generate for them um we're going to need that more and more going away from home this season
But yeah, just touching on what I've got to say before, even um, we got the final margins in terms of we could have went away, we could have came with three points to there. Atsu had two good, very good chance at the end. Um, you could see he's on his wrong foot, but it's just a team effort and it's <laughs> watching that. It, it, could have nicked it right on right at the end. Even even their goal's a bit unlucky how it hits Lascelles and kind of Yedlin ducks from the corner. But um, I say it's, it's, it's coming with a point we can't complain, can we? Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, t- touching on the goal, it, it was a bit sloppy. It's not not our best defender, but we, we more than made up for it in in other areas. You mentioned the Fernandez block and and with, with as I said, they, they've not really created another chance in. In, in the game, I think they've had one other opportunity where Tosson sliding in managed to, to miss an open goal by the looks of it. But um, other than that, they 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 huffed and they puffed in the second half, and it never really caused us any any problems. Um, and as you say, Atsu could, could have could have nicked all three all three points for, but but never mind. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, not not to take take that away from his performance tonight. He, he was brilliant, and and the whole team they they put on a real shift. So. Uh, so it was a positive reaction from from the West Ham game, and it, it allows us to come away from uh, Everton in a much much happier, um, happier sort of uh, mood than than I was on uh, on Saturday after the game at the weekend. I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. Uh, Mark, thank you for uh, for joining us and, and driving us to Liverpool. It's been a cracking uh, cracking evening, um, and we hope you all enjoyed uh, enjoyed it too. Um, keeping out for some more shows coming in the week obviously we've got the preview for Wolves um, and uh, I'm, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other shows uh, coming out for you so watch this space thank you take care everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.